Welcome back to the Dante's Paradiso podcast, A Journey Through the Spheres of Heaven, with Richard Emerson. Emperor Caesar as the Fulfillment of Divine Providence, that is the title of this episode, and this is taken from Paradiso, Canto 6, line 49 to 75. And this is a rather interesting and fascinating and maybe surprising argument from Dante, the way he sees the Roman Empire and the role of Caesar in a bigger, uh, more spiritual context as well, and what it provided the, the, the context for happening. In Dante's times, the Roman civilization was seen as the gradual unfolding of virtue and divine wisdom, first through Emperor Caesar and shortly after with the emergence of Christendom. In the long speech from Emperor Justinian, reigned from 527 to 565 AD, in Canto VI, the passage about Caesar is especially full of high praise and connects the rise and short reign of the first emperor to a larger plan towards divine wisdom and justice in the ancient world. With this, Dante echoes the sentiments from Ovid in the Metamorphosis, Virgil in the Aeneid, and Emperor Augustus, who officially deified Caesar in 42 BC and built the temple of the deified Caesar, Tempio del Divo Giulio, in the Roman Forum, right at the center of the main square or forum. Particularly stunning is how Dante introduces Caesar in the same tercet as he invokes the birth of Christ as related events. So in Italian, Poi presso al tempo che tutto il ciel volle ridur lo mondo a suo modo sereno. Cesare per voler di Roma il tolle. Meaning, then, close to the time when the heavens wanted to return the world to its own serene ways, Caesar at the will of Rome, it conquered. Which implies that the heaven itself had willed a political change with Caesar to bring order and peace to the world through the imperial unity. Caesar thus rose to power and became emperor by the authority and decree of Rome itself and that of the imperial eagle. In a few tercets, Dante then describes the campaigns of Caesar after crossing the Rubicon River, with Spain, Albania, Greece, Turkey, Egypt, North Africa, Spain again, and then back to Rome, in the years of 49 and 48 BC. Dante then quickly jumps to the deeds of the next ruler, il Baiulo Seguente, meaning Emperor Augustus, who made Brutus and Cassius forever bark in Inferno for the assassination of Caesar, nel Inferno Latra, and punished the regions of Modena and Perugia for supporting Antony against him. But the main idea of Caesar as divinely ordained is partly drawing from Ovid, but the presentation of Caesar as a part of a bigger divine plan is extensively described in Book 15, lines 745 to 842 in the Metamorphosis, in the section called The Deification of Julius Caesar. To align the will of the heavens with the rise of Caesar and to deify him, Ovid writes, quote, In order for the emperor not to have been born of mortal seed, Caesar needed to be made a god. End quote. And Jupiter, the king of the gods, further says to Venus, quote, 
you and Augustus, his son, will ensure that he ascends to heaven as a god and is worshipped in the temples. And Jupiter ends his brief speech with, Meanwhile, take up Caesar's spirit from his murdered corpse and change it into a star, so that the deified Julius may always look down from his high temple on our capital and forum. A similar perspective on Caesar is to be found in the Aeneid by Virgil, in Book 6, lines 777-807, called The Future People, Romulus and the Caesars. In the underworld, or the kingdom of the dead, the hero Aeneas meets his father Anchises, who shows him the future of the Roman Empire and the souls that will become his descendants. Here is Caesar, an all Eulus seed, the son of Aeneas, destined to pass beneath the sky's mighty vault. This, this is he whom thou so oft hearest promise to thee, Augustus Caesar, son of a god, who shall again set up the golden age amid the fields where Saturn once reigned, and shall spread his empire past Garamant and Indian, to a land that lies beyond the stars, beyond the paths of the year and the sun, where heaven-bearing Atlas turns on his shoulders the sphere inset with shining stars. It could also be helpful to note here that these two poets had a significant influence on Dante as a writer, and were also both commissioned by Emperor Augustus to write the history and the mythological origins of the Roman civilization from the earliest times. So what Dante is doing here in a few tercets is to unify the entire history and origin of the Roman world with a divine providence that both establishes a sanctioning of the empire from the heavens and also shows how the Roman eagle created an earthly civilization of laws, stability and increased virtue, which created the conditions for the imminent spiritual return to the heavenly ways with the birth of Christ. So in short, the overall connection that Dante is making here is one of increased unity of the earth and the heavens, through the twin emergence of an empire made by Caesar and the revelations through the advent of the Christian tradition. All of which underlines a major theme of the Paradiso, an increased understanding of the divine essence and the gradual alignment of the personal and the human will with that of the larger and eternal will of the heavens. Thank mm-hmm. you.